Howdy friend, welcome to Homegrown, I'm your host R.P. Smith. If things have gone as planned, when you folks are listening today, I will be on my way home from Alpine, Texas. I was invited down to the longest running cowboy poetry gathering in Texas by some friends that I've met in my wanderings, and it is always fascinating to see how other folks do the same job that I do in different parts of the world. I would like to start out this morning's program with a Bruce Cascadden poem recited by a Texas friend of mine, Andy Hedges. This one is called Days and Nights in the Saddle. These are just a few rhymes of old friends and old times. And I hope before I'm through, just once in a while, they'll bring a broad smile to the face of some old buckaroo. Wherever he worked in the days that are past, on the mountain, the plain, or the valley, what matters it now if he tied hard and fast or tumbled a steer with a dally? If he wrangled a bunch, if he rode gentle strings, if he topped off the wild ones that shimmy, if he rode with his leathers through center fire rings or sat on a double rig rimmy, if he worked for big outfits far out on the plains where they never had use for a packer, back in the hills in the snow and the rains with the regular old greasy sacker, if he worked as a drifter and trusted to luck, if he managed a bunch of his own, if he cooked at the wagon and put up the chuck or held down a line camp alone. They are plain, simple tales of the roundups and trails when he worked on the range with the cattle. Not of wild woolly nights, nor of gambling hall fights, but the days and the nights in the saddle. Thanks, Andy. It sure was fun sharing the stage with you this past weekend. Much of the poetry that you hear at Cowboy Poetry Gatherings focuses on memories of bygone days. I would like to share one of my poems that attempts to take a glimpse into the future. I call this one Dinosaur Egg. He wears a wide-brimmed hat and his legs are bowed. There's no counting the calves he's wrestled or miles he's rode. Some say his breed is dying. There ain't as many as before. And soon they'll all just fade away. He's the last of the dinosaur. He's had a good life on the northern Great Plains, and his hands feel best when they hold the reins, as he sits like a king in a high-backed throne, atop the last cow pony that he'll ever own. I worked for him some when I was a kid, not long to ride the way he did, full speed he'd push his pony, words flying from his throat, as he tried to catch the yearlings, spooked by the neighbor's goat. But that's been thirty years. I guess it's been a little more. The cattle business has changed some since I was a teenage dinosaur, and it's going to keep on a-changing. That's surely plain to see. Chris Columbus must have said it back in 1493 when that plank was lowered and those Spanish cows were swam onto a shore, and an industry was born like none other's been before. Five hundred years of droughts, blizzards, and Brandon fire smoke. The wheel just keeps turning, we're part of the spoke. Boil it down to one statement that still holds true. Take care of your cows and your grass. They'll do their best to take care of you. You may never be rich, you could always use more, but there's still a place in this country for a young dinosaur. And somewhere tonight in a little boy's dream, he sees the man that he would someday like to be. With a wide-brimmed hat, and bowed at the leg, somewhere is hatching 
a dinosaur egg. Thanks for riding along this morning on Homegrown. I'm looking forward to getting back home and trying to get caught up. We have a cattle drive planned for later in the week if any of you folks are looking for a reason to throw a saddle on old paint. If you get a chance, stop by the Homegrown webpage for a visit at rpsmith.us. Have a great week. Please join me next time for another edition of Homegrown.